0: Hello and welcome to the Soccer Speakeasy. Today is the 4th of March, 2020. We tried to uh, record an opening a minute ago and I had the wrong day and the wrong year. Hopefully, we can let uh, Kyle Robertson and Jacob Myers (laughs) get things back on track here. I'm Mike A-Race. As I said, we have on the wings here at K-Rob Photo, our fine photographer and our crew beat writer, Jacob Myers, Patrick Flaherty's at the controls and he begs anyone to email him with an offer to subsidize this program. We're looking for sponsors, so. Arby's. Yeah, Arby's would be great. So if you're out there, well, even White Castle's local. Yeah. But we digress. You look up in this morning and even yesterday morning, or even Monday morning, and the crew's in first place in the Eastern Conference, tied for first. Red Bulls 1-0, Atlanta 1-0, Montreal 1-0, and the crew 1-0. And taking up fifth place at the moment is, is Toronto. They drew, and on it goes from there. So that means that it's about that time of year when Jacob predicts that this team's going to win the Supporters Shield. Jacob, we got about another month to go. I, I was waiting <laughs> to
1: see how long it would take for someone to make that joke. Oh, it's not a joke. Yeah, I'm not going to predict them you, doing
0: you that. You took the irony out of it. The first game, boys, the Crew defeated New York City FC, and they had an 87-minute power play. What happened, Jacob? First of all, just the the events and tell us. And we're going to ask Kyle, too. What do you make of this? Yeah,
1: quick rundown. Obviously, Maxime Cheneau, center back for New York City FC, goes off with a red card in the third minute. I had.
0: Kyle, was it a red eh, card? It was,
2: if he wasn't the last defender, it, it would have been a yellow card.
1: So yeah. I, I had written this, and I, we can just throw it around. By the look of it, certainly the intent was not there for in red, but Celeraon was going in alone. I, I think you give it to yeah. him. Is it in the book? It's in the book as a red yeah. card. Yeah.
0: It's, that's one of those calls where it's like, gee, that's the yeah. right call, but ooh, gee, yeah. how do you call it? He nicked him on the left foot, yes.
1: and then Ryan's left foot kicked his own right foot and he fell over. And, but he was going in alone, so it's red. Yeah. So, so there so you go. I agree. After that, the crew, I thought, kind of sputtered for about 20 minutes until Santos or or Sanj, however we want to say his name on the program, ripped a shot and the offense kind of got going from there. Still not exactly what you want in the first half, but they seem to get the gears running after that. 56-minute, the man of the hour, Lucas celerion gets the goal, and the crew go up one out. Really nice goal, kind of battles alexander ring who is i think one of the better defensive midfielders in mls kind of spins and then just pushes it into the top left corner of the net there and then he i saw this on twitter after the game he covered one of his eyes to as like a way to honor his homegrown club in argentina they're called el parada so he made himself kind of look like a pirate and i just thought it was a cool tribute Hmm. there you go and then the crew just kind of bailed the game out from there Uh, they were up a you know, up a man the whole way. Defense, I thought, was really solid. Center back combo, Vita Wormhor and Jonathan Mensa battle balls out. Uh, Milton Valenzuela looked good in his first game back. Real good. You need to get that second goal. I mean, Luis Diaz had
2: his yeah. candidacy thrown in for worst shot of the year already. So. Well, he had a bad cross, too, on the open from the right side. Playing that first ball, you know, across, you probably should have taken one more touch and then waited for the defender to move either two him and then played the ball across.
1: There was that play, yeah. and then the 74th minute, Zardes to Celarion, yeah. and Diaz missed the shot. So they should have got the yeah. second goal, and I thought it was kind of refreshing that right. they weren't saying, well, we did really, really well and all this stuff. They were pretty much focused on we need to get a second goal, and to hear
2: that after a first game is pretty positive if I think you're a fan of this club.
0: Kyle, who would you like?
2: I well, like Milton. Obviously, I mean, I thought he was pretty tremendous. I mean, he had a couple really nice crosses. He had a really nice one, kind of an in-swinger, really tight along the baseline to Pre- Pedro.
0: Pretty tremendous. Does that mean he was tremendous or sort of tremendous? Super tremendous. <laughs> I don't know, how <laughs> I just... He was tremendous. The, uh, the cross
2: was uh, tremendous. Sorry, please but continue. It was, it was much needed. But I think it's a little bit of a fool's gold just because they were on... 87-minute power play, you know, so I think you'd like to see them score that second goal, but I think it, you didn't really get a true look because, you know, they were down a player, and so there was always that extra space, which, you know, they really used to their advantage.
0: Jacob, I did like what uh, what Porter said about uh, playing down a man for that, or playing up a man for that long, 11 on 10, and he talked about the psychology, and he didn't make it sound like an excuse. I thought that comment was interesting, and I thought there was some merit to it. Explain.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then I went around the locker room afterward, and they all seem, obviously, seem pleased with the three points but almost the very next phrase out of their mouth was we need to find a way to get the second goal and Porter made a comment and he's right too and I think he wrote it that maybe this is a game last year they don't find that goal and that's why you've got a yeah. guy like Sellerion who makes a difference but they do need to find a way to get that second goal especially up a man for as long as they were so you know good things not so good things it's you know it's almost yep. what you expect out of a home opener I do think but you, you got the win though so that's- you got the win against a good team yeah albeit right, a man up. But there were, I thought, some really good signs in the attack. The 28th minute, there was a really nice combination. I believe this was right after Wormhor had a tackle that sounded like he deflated a ball, like you could hear it throughout the stadium and on the broadcast. And it started with Valenzuela on the left, Celerion made a move and he combined with Santos awful back to Celerion in the middle and then Santos came across and he ended up missing the shot but they had a lot of guys in the box on their attack which is something we complained about at length at the beginning of last season Meaning they didn't have enough up last year, right? And I think that might be part of the style change too, wanting to counterattack more, just having more guys up there. I mean, you saw Artur making runs in the box occasionally, so that that's a positive sign. It's tough when they have,
0: you know, the opponent has eight men yeah. and two lines, you know, parked at the top of the box. And I there thought Sanchez was one guy that, as you guys mentioned, that uh, tried to stir it up and, and poke holes in and that, and he had. Yeah. He had. He probably should have had a goal, or maybe two. Yeah,
1: and there were times where I thought his decision making could have been better. Specifically in the ninety fourth minute, I put out on Twitter the screenshot of. Diaz is wide open on the right flank and you know his speed he's going to get into the box and there's probably a slip pass opportunity to Adi to get that second goal and when I asked about Santos post game to Porter he just said solid start so I I took that as he wasn't super thrilled with the way he played it was just okay but to your point Mike the offense was not where it needed to be for that twenty minutes, and I thought his aggressiveness was what you want to see right. when he's taken out of that center role that he had yeah last you want year. you
2: want to see him attacking I mean that's what I mean he did so well last year for the crew is you know attacked attack attack got a lot of shots I and mean, obviously a lot of goals so we talked about that, but you know, I was kind of curious to see if that would continue from the wing so I think so far it's a good start that he's you know. Attacking and you know getting some crosses in and just being more present. Or I think you know last year around this time you would you would see him every now and again, but he would go stretches you know early in the season where you wouldn't quite notice him.
1: Right, and I think that's he being more confident yeah. and wanting to. He always yep. wanted to play into the middle more, but feeling more free to do that. You know the execution certainly wasn't there, but in terms of the mindset, I think it's what you want and. Jossie Zarda said this after the game with, because he's had fewer games with these attacking players because he's with the national team. At least for him, he thought he would need a few more games to kind of get the chemistry, and I think you really saw that in the attack. The runs, I thought, were fine. Crosses were there, but it wasn't finding the people, right. kind of like the beginning of or most of last year. But so as time goes on, I think you will start to see or you at least want to see Correct. if you're the crew you want to see that progression
0: there's something aberrational about the game just because new york played down a man virtually the whole mm-hmm. game it made it tough to come up the middle and you know they they were crossing a lot the ball was hanging in the air so you know they got going and they looked pretty good they had the ball i thought nagby was very good he was just quietly efficient, Jacob. What did he? What was his uh, pass completion rate? It was ninety
1: four point nine percent, and I believe he didn't have an, a pass that was intercepted or, or incomplete, if that's the correct term, until the after the seventy fifth minute.
0: And you can see what a, a really good two way player he is in a game like like there was on Sunday, Kyle. No one was getting by him. You know, it was just uh, he was taking the rock and going, or you know, put him down or. He was uh, impressed with me, and, and he wasn't, like, the most noticeable player on the field by any means. There was one play in the 40th minute
1: that Santos gave up the ball kind of at midfield, and New York kind of spring a counter. Valenzuela hustles all the way back, disrupts the ball. Second later, there's Nagby, and then right after that, Wormhole gets it out. Like, that is picture-perfect what Porter and this whole team had been talking about what they want their defense to look like this year. Just surround the
0: ball and go the other way. Yeah with alacrity. Kyle, a lot came down the right side. We've talked about Sanch. What about Mokhtar who started and Diaz who who subbed yeah. in? I was a little surprised that Mokhtar started just because Diaz was so good last year, but you know, I didn't see training camp and that's when this thing probably shook out. I had uh,
1: asked about that yeah. um, not after the game, but the next day we were at training because they had a scrimmage against uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds of the USL and Porter said that Mokhtar was more fit. Diaz yeah. was out of camp a while with Costa Rican national team. and I don't know if there was an injury or anything, but it just seemed to be a fitness thing, so they felt like Mokhtar uh, would get in there. But he played 56, yeah. 57 minutes, so, I mean, Diaz still got a good run there.
2: Yeah, I thought Mokhtar did you know an okay job, but then you could... I thought there was a difference once Diaz came in, and I talked earlier about the the bad first touch cross late. I forget when exactly it was, but he was pretty wide open and got a ball played to him. I forget by who, but he had a one-touch cross. It was just, you know, it was him and uh, I believe Zardes and another defender. And I I believe it's just outside the box. I mean, you want to see him take that touch in and kind of make a play. And I thought that he was trying to get it past the defender, but just had a bad first touch cross. But I mean, the speed was there and I think people could tell. I think you'll see Diaz in the next couple weeks overtake Mokhtar and you'll start to see him uh, in the starting eleven,
0: I think it was an aberrational kind of game, and not just because right. of the red card early, but also because New York. This is a very good team, very good right. team, and they'd already played two Champions League games, and including one the Wednesday previous. Mm. Correct, Jacob? Correct, and they rolled
1: and, out the majority of that lineup.
0: Right. So you know, you wonder about their fatigue, and then you wonder how the uh, red card affected them. So you know, I don't know how to read all of this, but in any case. Here I go with any case again. Kyle, I got it. And you were up. making fun of me earlier. Well, you know, it's, it's a mutual admiration society. <laughs> we're not in mid season form yet, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Kyle, if there's any other well, player that you wanna you yeah. wanna bring up. Well uh, no, I just
2: I think we've talked about this earlier. The depth on this team is probably one of its greatest strengths and probably one of the deepest teams they've ever had. So I think you'll see periods like this where Mokhtar starting for a few games and then Diaz and you know, maybe um, you know, Pedro comes out and, you know, just there's depth there finally for the first time in a long time where they can kind of move players in and out and, it, and the quality is going to be at that level. I mean, we saw last year with all the injuries that all the different people, you know, coming in and, you know, the quality dropped a lot, but I think this year's team is built a lot differently. Well,
1: and I think you saw in that first half, too, something that Caleb Porter said after the game was they didn't get the ball to Zellerion enough in that first half. They do it in the second. He ends up scoring. They have a lot more chances. They had nine shots in the second half compared to five in the first. I think they have a idea of what they want to do, it's just that chemistry issue that we had touched on beforehand.
0: So what was the starting 11, Jacob, just for the sake of the record? Yeah, you had Aloy Room, goalkeeper, pretty
1: I don't want to say slow day yeah. But yeah, he did quiet, quiet, quiet. quiet. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have much action back there, and, and good on the defense. Uh, Milton Valenzuela, who you know certainly got his his run in there. He had the highest number of touches of anyone on the field with one hundred six, and total passes at eighty one. That's eighty seven point seven percent passing accuracy. So I I thought a really good start for him and he played well in the back kind of blocking some crosses in or, or stopping them as well so yeah good debut back after missing a full season for him Mensa and Wormhoor at center back played well I think that's a combination that most around the league look at as one of the more formidable duos at least potentially They look sturdy yeah. don't they Woo. absolutely
2: they just again they just need more a little bit more time to kind of figure out you know right when to move up when to move back and that kind of stuff but yeah very good
1: harrison awful i thought played a pretty pretty good game you i like the combination between he and zellerion i thought they have a good chemistry i mean that move he made to kind of set up the goal where he he touches it with his right to come to the middle it almost kind of looked like that goalie scored against nycfc in the in the playoffs was that 2015 Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't remember he like had a few touches around some players and got i think crew fans will remember but he made a nice play, nice pass there to Zellarion, and Zellerion did the rest on the assists, uh, and Nagby had that key pass kind of switch there. So, you know, those guys played well. Artur, I think when New York City FC went down a man, he's able to play into the box more. He put some crosses in there that were pretty dangerous. Uh, one ended up on a block shot off the foot of Mokhtar, pretty close in range, so I think he looked pretty solid than the wingers you know moctart santos room for improvement yeah. there for sure then zel and zardes up top and you know jossie always gets criticized when he doesn't score he's not a guy that's going to take guys one-on-one i know he kind of had that opportunity there in the in the second half but i thought he made a really nice pass there to the middle to zel to set up that
0: diaz uh, miss shot a fine game from him right how many feet did did you get a picture of that, Kyle? No. Could you get the ball and the goal in the same frame if you, if you did get the picture? It nearly hit yeah. the corner stick. Oh, that was. It was really bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going yeah. to get a test this
0: week. Yeah. You know, yeah. Seattle reigning we'll, we'll, MLS Cup champ. We'll get to that. We should bring up Federico Higuain at this point, who reported for duty in, in D.C. And, and gave his first comments on the record that we've heard from him in in months and months so and what what did he say jacob
1: he told reporters after the training session dc quote they just made a decision they don't give me the opportunity to play football that's real they offered me another job in the club but i want to play football and i will play football then the story goes on to say the maestro says he holds no hard feelings about the manner of his exit from columbus quote no 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 i love them i know they love me the love will be there forever you know i just wish them the best So this is, I read this as exactly what we had talked about last week. It seemed the primary offer for the crew. Although after kind of talking to more people, I do believe they talked about a possible player coach role. However, with a new number 10 coming in, I believe that they just wanted this to be that new number 10 show. And if Iguain was here, even in a lesser role, maybe that overshadows things a little bit. So I think fans of this organization now, it just depends on how you feel about that. Is it the smart thing? of the crew to just say hey we need our new number 10 to be the only guy here thank you for all you've done Pipa uh, we wish you the best and move on or should they have kept him around in another capacity
0: yeah i just think it's
1: because it's, it's clear from these quotes that it was it was about
0: oh, I, being on the team yeah. to be a player right and and we knew that and, and i think most fans feel the way i do that uh, a yeah. player of that stature in the city i wish they could have found a way put it that way you know
2: do you think if greg was still here he'd still be on the team Yes. Yeah.
1: Do they go out and get a guy like Lucas Zellerion if Greg is still here? I think so, yeah.
2: Under yes. new owner. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're going to get someone because yeah. Greg I mean, what they spent on Zellerion Burhalter that exceeded all the transfer fees that he had over his tenure here. So, or he was allowed over his tenure here. So, yeah, they're going to get someone, yeah. and probably a number 10 given the fact that Pepe just turned 35. Well, o- along those same lines, I should say, do they add it? Do they need a backup 10 here? I think Sanch is right now the, the guy who slides over as a backup. No? I, I no, think no, no, he's
1: I, fine there. I think where you need depth is depth. the central yeah. midfield behind Nagby and Artur. So they took out, I mean we got a good look at this, they took out Zellerion and put in Chris Cadden and kind of moved him into a defensive role. They got just a ton of strange options that they can go to off the bench in terms of what their formation is going to look like and whatnot. Up a goal they felt I don't think like they needed that chance creator. you know Santos could give it to him obviously and then they put in Fernando Adi to kind of kill a game off it was just interesting to look but to your point I don't think they need to go get another backup attacking mid
2: but I think they will if they need to they should be able to there you go I'm just saying if someone goes down for a significant amount of time
1: yeah. I mean, Atlanta's going to do that yeah. now with Joseph Martinez yeah. out with the torn ACL. they are already reports they're looking at players like Sturridge is a name that's out there. and So I think they're going to suspend enough to go get a replacement. And if the crew have a significant injury, I think it's right. just wise to do that.
2: But I think also at the same time, I think maybe they're the not crew going to spend like Atlanta, right, I should say. Right. That. But, you know, I think they want to develop their younger guys, but put them in situations where they're going to succeed and not you know put him in situations through a whole season of saying all right you know there's 4 months left and you're you know you're the starter you know i think they're going to ease him in play you know play some of the US Open Cup games and you know some spot relief here and there and just kind of see how it goes yeah but if there is a major injury i would think that the crew would would look to bring in somebody else but or you know we've talked about also loaning you know uh, you know probably one or two of them might might even be loaned out at some point in the season for some games
0: Kyle looking into his crystal ball here yeah. Who's going to get hurt, Kyle? <laughs> they're going to be, I, the, they're I, going to be I, the opposite of the Jackets, uh, uh, and nobody is going to get hurt. That's easy. I have a question. All oh, right. New York City Football Club. Now, NYCFC seems a little clunky to me. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Do you call them? It's like USMCA. FC? Do you call them? No, people call them city, which seems kind of uh, The boys in blue is odd, odd a term me. I've seen. The pigeons. What, what should you call them?
1: I always say NYCFC, or just NYC. NYC2 or something.
0: <laughs> where, are you, where are you going yeah, with this, Mike? I know, no, yeah. I'm just It's just they need a nickname like any other team. You know.
1: Well, we know the MLS is very creative with these expansion
0: teams. Okay. That's all I had. I just Then you have the Red Bulls, and then you it's can't, it call, seems them. Like you can't call. call them. They're in New Jersey. Seems like you should write nah, a poem about it's, this. It's too thin. That's why I give it to you guys, and we have come to no conclusion here. It's a tough one. But we're prattling now. Looking ahead, Jacob, Saturday at Seattle and there's coronavirus going on in Seattle. The news today is that here in Columbus is that they're not going to allow fans at the at the Arnold and that's that's uh Big. tens of thousands of people who are hundreds of thousands. Yes, over the course of yes. the weekend. Yeah. yeah. For sure. The
2: Expo is a huge huge draw yep. worldwide too. Petri dish, if you will for this right.
1: type
0: of event. Out- if you outbreak, never Anyway, Mike DeWine made yeah. the made, made the call and now we have one of the places in the United States where the outbreak has occurred and the crew is traveling there to uh, sit in front of how many thousand? 40,000 yeah. people in the Green Stadium there. Do we know what's what's going on in terms of what any protocols that have been set forth, Jacob or Kyle?
1: I read this morning. The, so they have high school basketball stuff going on, too. They're, the state is allowing that to continue. And then for the game with the Sounders, all I had read is they put more hand sanitizing stations and just stuff to regular stuff you would do around the house during yeah. these types of outbreaks. But as far as the game, it doesn't seem like it's in any jeopardy. Yeah, That's just kind of it
2: right now. Okay, well, do you think at some point they're playing a, an MLS game in front of no one? I think it's a distinct
0: yeah. possibility. I mean, if you look at the example yeah. here... I know
1: yeah. the, ML, the MLS is working with teams. They have a task force. At least that's well, what I Don
0: think, Garber was out there
1: well, talking about. Well, I think the
0: about. only thing that's a
2: little bit different about the Arnold Expo is this is a worldwide event that brings people from all over the world and all over the United States here into Columbus. So I think that's kind of the more right. overarching kind of concern is that you have this worldwide outbreak that's kind of happening, but then you have this event that tracks so many people.
0: Now, I get it where you're saying like... well. In- Washington state's already right. declared a state of emergency. The governor has. Right. And, and it's because the out, there is an outbreak there. So I'm kicking around. It's yeah. something, something to keep your eye on as you make sure you wash your hands regularly. Regular soap is better than hand sanitizer, which uh, kills a lot of the bacteria you actually need. And don't touch your face and clean your surfaces. So this is from one of the
1: local TV stations in Seattle. They wrote, Additional hand sanitizer stations were placed throughout the stadium and key areas ahead of the MLS opener this past week, which they beat Chicago, and sanitary wipes were made available at concession locations. This is a quote from the club. Sounders FC is part of a regional task force and Major League Soccer's task force to monitor this developing situation. As matters evolve and more info becomes available, we will continue to provide relevant details to the public. So it doesn't seem at this point they're. I would say they're close to a postponement or anything like that. Obviously, we don't know how the virus is going to spread the coming days. I uh, believe there's been nine deaths already in the state. Most linked to that the senior center, which I believe is 19 miles. I looked it up this morning from where the game's going to be played. So something to keep your eye on.
0: So Saturday at Seattle, that's a 10 p.m. game, and then a week later they have uh, Salt Lake City here at home. The real, do you just call them real, Kyle. Yep. Just real. just real. It's very Utah. And then on March 21st at Nashville, which just had a wicked tornado blow through it. My goodness.
1: Yeah, former crew player David Acom, like posted this video on Twitter, his apartment. Windows blown in, uh, blinds scattered his bed was just like covered in glass. It looked like a really, really scary situation there.
0: It's probably time to wrap it up unless you guys have anything else.
1: No, I would think going back to just the on-field product, this should be the first real indicator of where the crew might be at this type of the season. Like we had said, it's so tough to... You mean at Seattle? At yep. Seattle, yep. obviously, yes. that They're going to have fully rested lineup now that they're out of the CONCACAF Champions League very, obviously, very, very talented team there. So, you know, see what this team's made of, I guess.
0: I guess yeah. I have one more question. Seattle is number one on ESPN's power rankings, just to name one of those things. LAFC 2 and the crew, week one debut on the, on this set of power rankings at number three, mm. and the money quote was, Zella Ryan is the Manny Fresh of this new Ohio party. So my question for you two young people is, is this a DJ reference? Is it for his rhymes, his copious production work? Is that how it fits in? Or his keyboard virtuosity?
2: Ask the youngin.
0: How is <laughs> Zeller Orion Manny Fresh is what I'm asking.
1: I'm not sure. Okay. He's just the, Patrick, the hot new item. Patrick, you got
0: anything over there? No. He's got nothing. Alright, that's the show for today. Patrick, jump on the microphone there and tell everyone about all our platforms here at the Dispatch. Well, first
1: you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. And you can visit dispatch.com slash podcasts and see all the programming that we do there. And if you're listening and like the program, please rate and review 5
2: Star reviews are greatly appreciated
0: wow wow that's a pander there oh let's get out of here it's getting <laughs> weird in here thanks for joining us for uh, kyle robertson and jacob myers our fine group beat writer i'm um, mike a and patrick flaherty kick us out of here